What's up, everyone? It's Mike from the Area Tech Podcast, your home of the unfiltered, unscripted, 100% authentic, because that's what you're going to get each and every week. Nonetheless, if you're watching the live show, call in. We would love to hear your thoughts. And uh, feel free to let us know your thoughts, even if it's not demo related. Give us your playoff predictions, so on and so forth. But without further ado, it's an honor to have my good friends on tonight, all the way from the Oklahoma City metro area, Mr. Super Dave, and all the way from beautiful Colorado, Clyde the Glide. Gentlemen, how are you guys? Recovering from an illness. (laughs) Hopefully not COVID. Busy day of zipping around. So. I know that feeling. Yeah, it's like just one thing after another to do list, and it's just like check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark. Finally done, sit down and get this podcast thing taken care of. Heck yeah. Well, first off, it's an, I'm glad you guys were able to uh, to come on because we got a lot of talk about Clyde. I know it feels like it's been now two months since I last saw you, but it's actually what three weeks since I last saw you. Um, no, a little bit longer than that, I think. Three weeks, four weeks now. Four, I don't yeah. know. Something like that. For all you listeners out there, I was in Colorado <laughs> during week, whatever that was, when we uh, did beat Arizona, but uh, got to meet Clyde finally in person, not over the phone. And I'll tell you what, dude, he's he's a real deal in person and on virtual, and he is a heck of a bowler. He, oh, he, thanks, man. he fooled me by a hundred yards and <laughs> no, it was a good time. It was, it was fun, much needed and uh, definitely be up there sooner than people think. But nonetheless, guys, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, first things first, uh, the last few weeks has been interesting. Of course, uh, we all kind of saw it coming. Nathaniel Hackett fired as head coach, didn't even make it finished out the finished out the uh, year um and now we're back to literally square one yet again um mm. Sean Payton uh Jim Hallbar a few others out there that's is being mentioned but uh your guys' thoughts well first off your guys' thoughts on Denver season overall what went wrong in your opinion now since we can finally say the season's over 5 and 12 missed the playoffs now for the 7th straight year Six straight losing season. Uh, Dave, you first. What went wrong? What went wrong in Denver this year, and and why we're back back to square one regarding to uh, hopefully finding a head coach that will get us over this hump. Well, my opinion is this: so about my cat. She just she hasn't seen me all day, so she's just kind of going crazy. But she, um, but my opinion was you had a mismatch quarterback and coach. Russell Wilson is a dual quarterback. He can run and he can throw. Nathaniel Hackett came from Aaron Rodgers, who was primarily a passer. So you had like this, just this mismatch of and quarterbacks that you couldn't get over. And it became evident that Nathaniel Hackett had no idea what to do with a uh, with a dual quarterback. Uh, Russell Wilson, he's getting older. Age doesn't do well with dual quarterbacks, but as the last couple of weeks show, with the right system, he can actually be a fairly decent quarterback still at his age. Clyde, of course, you're you're in the uh, Denver area. You obviously hear all the media that's going around. What, uh, in your opinion, what went wrong in Denver and, and why, we, why we're sitting at home again for the playoffs? Well, I mean, 
Dave hit on it. He said that uh, the coach and the quarterback weren't compatible. Well, I don't think the coach knew what to do with any of his players. Just not, not just the the quarterback. He was, I I, do. Nathaniel Hackett is not a coach in the NFL. I don't think offensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, quarterbacks coach. I wouldn't trust him to be a what are those guys called where they come in and 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 they hang out and get the coffee for the coordinators? What's that guy called? Oh, kind of anyway. like an assist. Uh, um... Yeah, what do they call that guy? Uh, oh man, that's gonna he's throw me a out. runner. Yeah, he's he's that guy, he's that guy that he he's just the. He's the friend guy that comes in and cheers everybody up. He, <laughs> the cheerleader? He's, he's the court jester, man. <laughs> and he's not a coach. He's not. He's a, he's a good guy. Everybody loves him. But that's because he's he's a friend. He's a he's a friendly guy, I guess. And this ain't friend ball. This is football. And he learned the hard way that he is way underprepared for this job. Uh, I don't think we're going to see Coach Buttons at all again in any kind of coordinator role for a while. Mm-hmm. Would you trust him to even coach your high school team? Honestly, I'm not being I'm not being mean. I'm I'm being honest. Like I, I don't think he knows what he's doing at all. I think his kids are young, so that obviously limits that. I want like if obviously well, Valor and Cherry Creek definitely ain't, but even these smaller. <laughs> Low grade, even these smaller low grade high schools. I don't know, dude. I don't think so. I think he's unfortunately going to have to regroup his man card and figure out what he did wrong. And it's obviously proof in the pudding that he was portion of the main issue because the last two weeks that offense looked pretty pretty good nothing that we saw the first 15 games but the last two so against- well, when, when the coach holds holds the players accountable to, to come up and make plays not the coaches that, that was Hackett yep. and that's the the word around the campfire in in Denver media right now is that is that Hackett was putting everything on the coaches and, and he's like dude it's the players that play the game put make them accountable for their play and that's what uh, – what's the coach's name that came in? I, I missed the last couple of weeks. Rosberg or something like that. Jerry Rosberg. Rosberg. Jerry. Jerry. Uncle Jerry came in and, and made the players play and put them in pads and practice, and they didn't like that. But they came out and, and, and beat a good Chargers team that didn't have anything to play for. But they wanted to win that game, man. They wanted to win that game. And uh, so, yeah, the, I, I'm pretty excited. Uh what Dave was saying about Russ maybe being able to play a little bit, we saw we saw glimpses of that the last two weeks, I think, and definitely the last game of the season um, showed you what what the the team can do when they have balance and they want to stretch the field out going over the top. Um, Dave, also we had high you know high standards and high expectations this year when it came to when we got Russ and what March and the list went on. We thought we had our guy with Nathaniel Hackett. Do you think we just had our expectations too high this year? That kind of why we were all kind of down in the dirt kind of thing, or we just 
at this point desperate to try to make the playoffs, and we thought we had a lot more than we than we really did. Well, I think it goes back to what Russell Wilson said in his introductory press conference back in March. He said he wanted to win multiple Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And we thought, okay, well, you look at what happened last year. I'm not sure. I don't remember last season when how far we um, – how bad, how close we were to making the playoffs. They've been on with Drew Locke as quarterback. But, you know, it was one of those things where, okay, this move was made, and it's like, okay, maybe he's just a missing piece. And then you bring in Russell Wilson, a quarterback of his caliber, and expectations are going to be high. And I think because we thought Russell Wilson, we heard his press conference, we're like, oh, yeah, we're ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then – because of that, we're like, oh, there's going to be a learning period. You know, Seattle's at sea level. Denver's, you know, mile mm-hmm. high city. So your body's going to react differently. You know, you can practice all you want to. You can get acclimated all you want to. I mean, he got he we they traded him in March, and then five months later, he's playing football, and. It's just you gotta get acclimated to it. So, I think it was just a, yeah, but that doesn't take a year, man. No, but it's like come I don't on, know. <laughs> hold on, hold on a second. That's like blaming all these heart attacks on climate change right now, dude. <laughs> I this the, the the sea level isn't that big of a deal, man. I, I just I, I think that he came in fat. First of all, we want to talk about his body. Let's talk about him being fat. He came in fat. He's fat, dude. He looks pudgy. Yeah, I guess he's I don't not fat. Care. He doesn't look fat, he, Dave. Does he look fat? I don't know. I haven't. I, I haven't seen him outside. Of I really fat. never looked. At... I haven't seen a uh, photo of him in Seattle and him in Denver, so I couldn't tell you. He looks fat. Okay. To me. <laughs> oh God. Just saying. Right. Hey man, he's I'll got take, all these I'll chefs your, at home. I'll take your word for it, Clyde. <laughs> I think Rhett, Russ wants to play. He wants to be Drew Brees, and he's not going to be Drew Brees, man. He, he doesn't see the field very well. And I don't know if that's because he's short or because he's blind. Well, but either way, he's maybe, not seeing maybe, the field at both. all. I don't know. In the he's, he's all in one package. I think he's both, man. Well, he threw a lot of think, interceptions. I mean, well, maybe he's colorblind. That... I didn't know there was 20 Broncos and another team, so. <laughs> <laughs> what his deal is? I don't know what his deal is, but he looked a little too comfortable. I think being mediocre this year. Uh, I don't know what that is, but we need a coach that will hold him to account. Mm-hmm. Take some of these cushy little positions away and take away some of his. I, he he has an entourage that flies with him everywhere he goes. Like, what is he a superstar? Like he's not a superstar. Who's five and twelve? He's a quarterback of a five and twelve team. You need to you need to make him go back to square one. And which coach is going to do that for him? I don't know. Well, and that leads to the next one. Um, the next question I think is the biggest one that obviously now is the biggest uh, topic in uh, in Denver and across the NFL is the head coaching position. Um, of course, once again we're we're on. Um, we're back to uh, back to square one regarding the head coach, of course, Greg Pinner, the owner of Walmart and the owner and uh, of the Denver Broncos and all that good stuff. Which, you know, I like his approach. It sounds like he wants to uh, 
you know, he's trying to uh, get something figured out in regards to regards to Denver. But uh, do I know Clyde and I? We talked about this a while back. Um, I know you mentioned George Payton being the guy that should be the next one out the door in Denver with Greg Pinner um, taking full control of this head coaching search and not general manager, George Payton. Is this a red flag if you're George when it comes to job security, or do you think that we're about to see a new GM uh, getting tossed out the door? Yeah, it's a red flag. Hell yeah. Uh, one of the radio guys here in Denver is uh, DMAC, and he asked uh, George Payton in that that press conference with George. He asked uh, Greg Pinner about George Payton. He's like, "Why do you have faith in that guy? Why is he still here?" <laughs> and honestly, the answer was, "I talked to him because I can talk to him." I'm like, okay, well that that's that's not a good that's not a good reason to be around, man. So I think George, I think George, after this coach is hired, they're going to go through one more draft. I think George is gone after the draft. Really? Yep. Especially if they don't, uh, if I may add, if they don't do very well in the draft, if George doesn't do very well for a draft, if he kind of lets some players go that should have been picked and the owners see that, I think (laughs) they're going to give him the boot. Well, and that's and that's what brings up the next question. Still, keep talking about the head coaching position. Mm-hmm. This brings up the next question due to the fact that obviously we know that we still don't have a well theoretically a first round pick. We gave that to Seattle, which I think ended up being fourth or fifth, uh, fifth, fifth. Okay, fifth and for Seattle. So, congrats, mm-hmm. uh, Russell Wilson's uh, Seattle Seahawks. You guys got our fifth pick in exchange for a five and twelve Russell Wilson. Um, but obviously we got the first round pick. We don't know from uh, from Miami in the trade for Bradley Chubb, but it's actually theoretically came from the 49ers. We don't know what position that's going to be at because obviously they're in the playoffs. It could be, you know, way back in the first, which leads that's to this question. Rap. Which that leads to this question 32. is they obviously they're going to interview Sean Payton on Tuesday and, uh, you know, <laughs> The offer is that Saints won a first-round pick. Now, if you're Denver, and obviously it sounds like they're still all in on Sean Payton, um, do you get I, – uh, I I got my own opinion on this, so I'm kind of curious what you guys say. Do we give up our first round for Sean Payton and other draft picks or whatever, whatever else they, they're asking for for a head coach that could be the missing link and maybe he's a guy that can change and, and mold uh, – Russell back into what Russell was in Seattle? Well, if I'm going to add about the head coaching thing, there's a guy that isn't even being considered, and it's a shame. And it's Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City. Ooh. And I don't know why he's not being considered, um, because he works with a dual threat quarterback <laughs> in Patrick Mahomes. So he would be familiar with it. And he could probably say, hey, this is what we want to do. You know, this, we could, we could probably fix Russell Wilson. And, but as far as the thing with Tre- Sean Payton, I would pass because Sean Payton um, necessarily, I don't think his system would work with Russell Wilson. I just don't see it. And mm. 
to say that you're going to give another first round draft pick up for a head coach, mm-hmm. you know, that may not work out. It's just too risky in my book. I would, I would just say, hey, let's slide. But um, the thing is about Jim Harbaugh. It's kind of interesting. This is, it's kind of repeating itself. What happened with Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll took the Seattle job, and then just a short time later, it was revealed that there was all this stuff about USC and NCAA came hard with stations. Could it be that Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL again, and then? Here in by maybe June or July, Michigan is postseason ineligible because of sanctions, and then Jim Harbaugh pulls a Pete Carroll. Mm. Who's your daddy? <laughs> That's how we love noticing. Some yo daddy just popped yeah. up. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, speaking, of, I got I, I got something might. funny to tell you. This, this Mike, if you want to put this in the podcast, go right ahead. But this this is legitimately true. So the Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And so what happened was, is down here we have the Department of Wildlife. Some right. they, they released a tweet the other day. And I'll send you, I'll, Mike, if you don't believe me, I'll send you the picture of the tweet. <laughs> Somebody filled out a cougar <laughs> sighting report. Nice. And then in the description, wrote your mother. <laughs> I think I saw that. I forgot who... It, who who shared it? Because I think underneath it says we want to. Whoever wrote this, we want to talk to you. Yeah, or, yeah. So, or something like that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I saw your dad. Congrats out there. Me of that, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what in the world happened there, but um, Clive, would you give up a first round for Sean Payton? No, hell no. I wouldn't. We need. And here's here's why. Is Sean Payton going to fix the organization? I really don't know. None of us really knows. Would I give up a first-round pick for him? Absolutely not, and especially if it comes in more picks, just simply because we need our picks, especially this year. Build that, uh, build that line back up or figure something out. I, I personally wouldn't. Um <laughs> Who would I go as head coach? I re- uh, I don't know. I want, I want, I want D'Amico Ryans. Ooh, from uh, San Francisco? Yeah, that's what I want. And then I want Jim Caldwell to be the the offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach. Who would you be a D coordinator? Evero. Do you think Evero becomes a guy? Uh, Even like though we can't coach? really afford to have a rookie quarter or rookie quarterbacks, we can't afford to have rookie head coaches though. I, to see, that's where I think like uh, Jim Caldwell comes in and can be the assistant head coach, hmm. and that'll kind of make that hire of a brand new coach like Tamika Ryan's. They'll offset his uh, inexperience at the head coaching level. But I think I think D'Amico Ryan's is the next great head coach. I mean, whoever hires him as their their coach is going to get one hell of a football coach. Yeah, of course. You know they have that. Well, I think well it's a stupid rule, by the way. That Rooney rule where they have to interview a minority candidate in order to before they announce a head coach. And 
I just think it would be hilarious and great if they, you know, they call it, they contact Eric Bieniemy and say, "Hey, we need to interview you so we can be in compliance." And then he comes out there and is like, "Oh, you're a great head coach. We we will give you a shot. That would be something." But I don't know why Peyton. Well, they be- interviewed him last year, though, Dave. Did they interview? Him? I think they did interview him last year. Yeah, they did. They interviewed him last year. Yeah. I, there's some there's some about Eric Bieniemy that the, the league does not like. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Maybe he so. rubs some people the wrong way. I think. I think he's just an asshole. Maybe so. I don't know, but whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, could be. I don't know. One my uh, one of my good friends out here at Edmond is uh, is a diehard Chiefs fan. He's been giving me some grief. And uh, they all have. And I told him, I said, when I was watching that game a couple weeks ago, I said, hey. Are you at your house? He goes, yeah, I'm at my house watching this game. I said, go to your kitchen and find your trash can. <laughs> and he said, what you, was Russell going to be in there? And I said, no, that part, that passion interference penalty is going to be in there because that was garbage. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was garbage. I mean, he was he, the, 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 the receiver was putting the feeling where the defender was. It wasn't great separation, but the nope. official saw the hand go out. Oh, that's offensive pass interference. But... <sighs> I don't know. That was a turning point in that game. We had that game won until that point. Mm-hmm. Which would have been great because I was getting ready to call him and just start trash talking him. And then I guess the football god said that ain't going to happen. Is this no, 17 in a row? Is this 17 in a row for the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. 17 in a row. Or is it 15? I don't know, but it's too many damn games in a row. It's getting yeah. annoying. Yeah, that's hard to. It's hard to, it's hard to watch. We need uh, a coach who's going to win. Who's going to win that? Who's going to beat the Chiefs? Well, I, make mine D'Amico Ryan's. I want him. I doubt this would happen, but any chance he could be our D coordinator? No, if he doesn't get the head coach. No, because he's that's like taking a lateral move. He's not going to do. They're not going to let him do a lateral move. It's fifteen. Wins in a row. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen. Still too damn. Yeah, many. it's yeah, it yeah, it's too many because we, we they haven't won. Um, they haven't won. Uh, um, had to have been our Super Bowl. Yeah, year, it was a be? Super Bowl. Year. Yeah, twenty fifteen. That's the last one. They won, ever. they won the first game of the twenty fifteen season, and then that was it. And they've lost every one since. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's, huh? That's my guy. And, but you got to pair him with an offensive coordinator like like Jim Caldwell. I think that's why they or, or even uh, Brian Shaw that they interviewed this week as well. Here you go. You want to? Well, it's not going to happen. But if you want a soap opera, either get. Uh, Shaw or get um, called where as your offensive coordinator. <laughs> Excuse me, because was it uh, called where called well the head coach under when uh, Andrew Luck was there in Indy? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then what so. to do is bring uh, Andrew Luck out of retirement. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, he did no? not. He did not coach Bummer. Andrew Luck. No, no, he went to. Uh, he went to Detroit. He got fired after that That's right. 15 game season yep. where Peyton was hurt all year. Real quick, he's, a good, he's, a good co- he's a good football coach. Oh, absolutely. 
He was the coordinator for the Ravens team that won the Super Bowl the year 2012. That crazy stupid game. Morris. Yeah, the Raheem Moore game. Yeah. Raheem Morris is another guy that they're interviewing for head coach. Mm -hmm. They got the same fella that blew that play. No. I saw that uh, Sean Payton would be uh, bringing uh, Vic Vangio as D coordinator wherever he goes. I'm okay with that. It don't bother me, and if he came back to Denver, I really wouldn't care. As a defensive coordinator? No, I wouldn't care. He'd be up in the booth anyway. Nobody could see him. Exactly. (laughs) You can't boo the guy that's behind glass. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, would you uh, bring uh, Jim Hubbard to Denver? (laughs) Well... I would ask him some really tough questions in the interview to prove that he's capable of taking a chance on. Um, I would ask him what's his plan for Russell Wilson, um, how to adapt, how he's going to adapt with a quarterback like that. And, you know, another question says, you know, would be what's your, um, what's your, uh, since you've been to the Super Bowl with a quarter with, uh, was it was it Kaepernick? No, it was a quarterback. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Kaepernick, Kaepernick yeah. against his yeah. old brother. Yeah, and yeah. So I would say, hey, you know, you you got to convince me we're going to take a chance on you because we can't afford to miss again. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's going to be available. Yeah, I think he's got a job. <clears throat> excuse me, I think he's got it too made in in Michigan right now to leave. Yeah, he's he's just holding Michigan hostage right now. I think he's going to sit Michigan. All right, see, I'm with you on that one. I don't see him. I know this week, upcoming week, Broncos are, of course, going to uh, interview Sean Payton, uh, the Rams D coordinator, Raheem Morris. They're going to also interview in-person interviews with 49ers D coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, and also Dallas defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. I'm not really sold on Quinn. I don't. I, I know he was close to getting the job last year and this, that, and mm-hmm. something else. I don't know if I would go that route, but I know they want someone with head coach experience, I, but that list like they Quinn. got don't is not much wrong. experience there. Um, me, you got to involve Jim Caldwell in that too. He's He's got a lot of experience. Brian Shaw's got a lot of experience at Stanford. And you also have to remember who's leading this this head coaching mm-hmm. search. Condoleezza's very much active in this thing. And Condi has ties to Stanford. So I think if Harbaugh is going to leave, I think he comes to Denver. I don't think he will. But don't count out Brian Shaw as the next head coach of the Broncos either. Mm. Yeah, that's a very real possibility. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I noticed in the queue that we have one person so far in audience. Uh, nice. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but if you like to come on and give us your thoughts, feel free to uh, jump on so and you'll be the first guest ever as a call-in. So we got that. Nice. Like to. I don't know. You can call into these things. That's kind of cool. I don't know how it works, but whatever. Um, but but anyway, twenty twenty three. So. Uh, to everyone in the audience, if you would like to call in and give us your thoughts. Um, 
2023 schedule came out, of course, we don't know the exact dates, but we do know the teams, the home schedule for the Broncos, the Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, of course, Packers, Vikings, Patriots, Jets, Browns, Commanders at home. And then on the road, of course, you're three in the division, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, and then the Bears, Lions, Bills, Dolphins, Texans. Not bad. It'll be a fun season. Yeah, it's not I me. Mean, it's not going to be easy, but it's not. <laughs> it's doable. Yeah, that, can, I can that, definitely that, see uh, more than five wins. That Packers game is going to be interesting. I don't think Rodgers is going to be there. No. Oh, no. It's going to be the Jordan Love-led uh, Packers team. Yeah. What about Derek Carr? Where do we think he ends up at? I'm going to go with the New York Jets. Ooh. I think Zach Wilson's done. Yep. He's done my cougar mom. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you did that, right? (laughs) You're the one that contacted the Department of Wildlife, huh? Maybe it was. I think it, it, I think he was Clyde. <laughs> I can see it. No, it was that. It was that. It was Zach. It was Zach. <laughs> oh man. Oh Zach. <sighs> I mean, who's uh? Well, here's the thing about uh about um about the, the reason Nathaniel Hackett was fired the day after Christmas. When the schedule came out, and it was the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, versus the Denver Broncos, everybody circled that matchup because it was going to be supposed to be a matchup of two playoff caliber teams. That's what everybody thought it was going to be. But then it came time for the game, and it was two, four, and ten teams. Neither team was going to be, you know, playing for – draft position and then mm. you then there Jared Goff gets hurt you bring in Baker Mayfield who's mm-hmm. you know got kicked out of Cleveland and then dismissed from Carolina what's going to mm. happen with him and then you lose by three touchdowns I mean that was just the catalyst that the detonation for the catalyst that just said you know what Nathaniel you have no business being a head coach you're out of here well, you lost by five touchdowns. That's you're giving them too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was at my cousin's house in Arkansas watching that game. I was like, "Dude, this is ugly." I mean, it was it was almost the NFL version of the college football playoff national championship the other night. So it was Ouch. over by halftime. It was over before we even got on the field. <laughs> I was in Honduras. They didn't let me watch it. They were like, it's on Nickelodeon, but not on the Nickelodeon down there. So I was glad I found out six days later that uh, they lost and what they lost by and that they fired their coach. And I was like, oh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. No kidding. Good job. In fact, I told my girlfriend, I said, geez, what are your plans tonight? And I said, well, we're recording a podcast. We're going to talk about the Denver Broncos. Her whole family's Dallas Cowboys fans. And so she goes, yeah, that's not interesting to me. Yes. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's oh. not very interesting to anybody who's not a Denver Broncos fan. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, honestly. Man. Is there a team more irrelevant than the Broncos? Well, Dude, the, the, well, well, one of the teams we're in that we're playing next year, the Houston Texans are relevant. 
Oh yeah, I forgot they're a team. Yeah. Um, did you see that? Did true. you see Robert Griffin the third? Of course, the ESPN analyst. He was. Uh, he released a tweet saying that the Houston Texo, Texans did Lovey Smith an injustice by firing him, saying nobody could win with that team. Agreed. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I thought Lovey got the short end of the stick. Yeah. Me too. I did not see that coming. Yeah. They hired Lovey just to fire Lovey. Yeah. Like, well, the, why yeah. haven't we going to let him go anyway, right? That's pretty, it's pretty chill. Well, they knew I, what I kind of, that yeah. That, or that team. And they knew what kind of team they had coming in. I mean, it wasn't going to be a spectacular team. They knew Deshaun was or wasn't going to play, and he wasn't going to make much of an impact if he was still down there anyway. That team just had no talent, and I thought Lovey just got shafted, but... Yeah. I, mean, I love that Lovey won that last game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's funny. It's like, yeah, get that one Middle pick finger on the way out the door. I make sure you guys get the number two pick. So, yeah. Boom. Yep. Biatch. Yep, pretty much. So the Bears got the number one, though. That's that's interesting. Yep. Yeah, and what's interesting is Lovey Smith used to coach the Bears. Ah. So I was a little bit of a hat time. Yeah. Tinfoil hat time. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think Lovey. I like Lovey. I think he's done coaching, though. Yeah, I don't he see is. him I going anywhere why, else. You know, and there's actually um, the whole thing is, you know, there's three ways, technically three ways to leave a head coaching or any position in the NFL. You're fired. You resign, or they call it mutually agreeing to part ways. Mm-hmm. And or you die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that too, which you've almost done. So maybe you have a little experience in that department. Yeah. So, um, but I think maybe he, Lovey Smith, is like, you know what? He can fire me. I'm not gonna say a word because I want to spend time with my family. I'm done coaching, so I don't think he made too big of a deal out of it. Yeah, you know, he's going out. Like, what was that guy from? Uh, oh, what's his name from from the the Dolphins last year? They got fired and went out. Oh, uh, Brian Flores. Yeah, oh, Flores. yeah Flores. He's not going out like Brian Flores. Yeah, remember that guy? Why can't he be one of our coordinators? The uh, defensive coordinator. Because uh, he said John Elway was drunk at an interview. <laughs> I mean, that's a no brainer. Yeah. We don't need any. You can't talk shit about John Allen. You can't know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <No>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it don't matter how horrible a job he did as GM, you uh you cannot talk. You cannot talk crap about excuse me, about John Elway. That's a no no. Yeah. Big. He committed career suicide last year on his way out the door. <laughs> I mean, he did, honestly. Like, well, no, he, he did, coach? exactly. Who's going to hire him now? Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's probably Because don't, Cleveland don't like John Elway at all. Yeah, that's true. Good point. They're like, John Elway, did you like that? Like, jump on board. You should hear how John Elway did us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Not just once, but a few extra times. Yeah. We lost our team. Our team went to Baltimore for a little bit because of John Elway. Yeah. Our team moved out of town. 
Yeah, they, they packed it the May because of John Elway. Yeah, they packed it the Mayflower and hightailed it. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man, just, John Elway did the he, the Browns dirty. He did. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he did. just needs to go back to selling cars. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> Who's that? Who, Elway? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> doesn't Elway have a restaurant somewhere in, in uh, Denver or Cherry Creek? Yeah. It's out in the airport. Of course it is. It's where all the rich people go. Yeah. Get all that way. Yeah. He's a douchebag. He is. I'm going to save that clip and just keep it over. He is. I love him. Like, he's my favorite athlete of all time, but he's such a turd of a human. Oh, I'm sure a lot of them are. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not like Elway. Elway's extra turdy. Oh, I got a funny story to tell you all about my cousin's dog. Way back about 20 years ago. (laughs) There we go. Yeah, so she she was being housebroken. And my cousin is not a John Elway fan. The only reason... That she doesn't like the Broncos is because of John Elway. That's the only reason she doesn't like the Broncos. Fair enough. So she had, she went and got like, I don't know where she got these newspapers, but there were like hundreds of pictures of John Elway, and she used them as training pads for her dog. Oh, wow. oh God. She's the weird. Yeah. She's like, hey, Nikki, it's wow. time to go outside. And then Nikki just went squat down and soaked his picture and. And that was that's how she house broke here. <laughs> I don't know how to hey, act. Maybe right I now, can. Steve. Maybe I can. Maybe, super day. Yeah, maybe I can just. Uh, maybe I can just you know send him a thank you card for house breaking her dog. You know, like hey, because you of should you, because of you, <laughs> our house our, our dog is now house broken. So thanks a lot, John. Yeah, because of you, I have. <laughs> No, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Oh, God. I can't beat that. I can't beat that. Oh, I'm, look, I'm looking through, speaking of, well, not really speaking of John, but, you know, um, I'm looking through NFL draft. You know, Chicago has the first pick. Houston has two. You know, Arizona has three. Colts has four. And uh, Seattle has five. But, you know, in the Ugh. first five picks... Three of the five does not have a head coach right now. Indy, well, yeah, that's how it works. Arizona and Houston. When you suck and you get those number one picks, those top five picks, you lose a coach. And look at five Seattle, Clyde. I mean, if the Broncos kept their pick, there would be four mm-hmm. teams in the top five that didn't have their yeah. uh, coach. Yeah. So see, right here at five, we could be getting Bryce Young. You think to replace? I don't know to replace Drew Locke. Yeah. Hey, oh Jesus, that's true, man. I'm telling you, we, dude, George Payton needs a lot more credit for fucking this up. You could have done that. You said, you know what, Drew Locke. Now we're good. Now we could get that. But now we trade with a first round draft pick, and we can't trade up. So if Russell Wilson doesn't work out, we're on the hook for all those millions of dollars because the longer we keep him, the worse yep. it gets. Yep. So, I mean, Peyton really, really, really tied us in, tied us up with this one. Well, he's a, that's a nice little thing there he did. 
Where's the NFL draft this year? I know they kind of move them from city. Kansas City. Kansas is it city? Kansas City? Shit, Mike. You might, yeah, buddy. You might, you might have to take a road trip up there, dog. Dude, I'm gonna go. I think that's my. I'm I'm planning on going. Is it really in Kansas City this year? Yeah, bro. Hmm. Yeah, that's right up by 35, homie. I know. Well, 44, it's a different interstate dog. Well, I don't know the interstates. I'm just, I'm from up here. <laughs> Hell, I'm from down here, and I know you got 25, 76, and 70 out there. I know those interstates. 70 <laughs> is La La Land. Oh, dude, it is. You get, you get stuck in, you, you get west of Denver in the foothills, and you're just like, you know, you're like you're you're like in the twilight zone out there. <laughs> it was. You mean you mean east of Denver? Yeah, east of Denver. I don't know why I said west of Denver. East of Denver, you get you get towards like I know what you mean. yeah, like toward Kansas, and it's just like you're just like the mountains behind you're in the middle of nowhere out there, dude. You start well, losing, no, yeah. you start you... seeing things that aren't there. You might see a state trooper you don't that doesn't exist, and whatever you know. Well, no, because once you passed uh, on 70, once you passed <clears throat> Fort Hayes in Kansas, you're the, that's about it. Yeah. Yep, sure enough is. Union Station in Kansas City. Oh. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. Hmm. Man, I wish I had, we had the five pick. We could go and like, the Broncos are on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you was it last year was in uh, Las Vegas with the Raiders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ice Cube busted out that microphone because he was just shouting to let it blew it out, and they had to replace it after the first ah. round. Because <laughs> he was just yelling in, was like, know. "Yeah, Raiders are awesome!" Also, hear this echo because, like, there's a whatever whatever little thing in there that controls the uh, volume and everything. He just blew it completely out, and they was like, "Yeah." He just blew up that mic because he's that talented. <laughs> so uh, Kansas City's this year. Looks like uh, Nashville. 24 is in Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Nice. And then 25 looks to be, it's not official, but looks to be in Green Bay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, Greg Pinner and the rest of the ownership of the Denver Broncos, try to make it the NFL drafts in Denver. Yeah, there you go. I don't know where you do it at, but I do. Good, you can, you can do that in a marijuana dispensary. Oh, dude! Can you imagine? <laughs> do it on DIA. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the Gaylord, the resort, true, out there by the airport. That would be a dope play for it. Hmm. Does it say the exact yeah. dates in the NFL draft? Yeah. It's like April, the last weekend in April. Yeah. First weekend in May. It'll be some fun stuff. It's going to be interesting if we keep our first round pick or not. Yep. That we got from yeah, that's Sam why we, got, we can't trade it for Sean. Pitt. No. That would be such a, a wet blanket. Well, yeah, because, I mean, th- then this whole draft this year be, is practically be worthless. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna tr- if you're gonna trade a first round pick for a coach, go get Mike Tomlin. Ooh, or you know Sean McVay. 
Yeah, with Sean McVay. Well, Sean McVay's off the table. He just signed an extension with uh, the Rams. Did he really? Yeah. Bummer. Dang, I thought he was out for sure. Yeah, they said mm-hmm. they're going to keep him. In fact, I'm actually going to pull up the article on ESPN right here. And uh, I must have just came out. Yeah. That's hot off the press. Well, that's, that's a bummer. Movie. Yeah, it is. That's a, that's a bummer yep. because I was hoping that we could make a run for him. No. Yep. Yeah, it says he's staying with the Rams after thinking about his future. He said, I'm going to stay here in L.A. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that makes Sean McVay a little more, a little bit more to Denver a reality. Yeah. I think it's Sean McVay is the guy that they want to hire. Oh, Peyton? And I don't think it's, yeah. No, or I say Sean Peyton, yeah. Yeah, we were talking I mean. about McVay. That guy was like, hold on. I was like, what? No, yeah, Sean, we're talking Sean about, Payton is the guy that Brock is on. Yeah, we, oh, absolutely. No, they'll, they'll make the move to make it happen, but I think it's going <laughs> to – it might benefit us in the long run, but <laughs> I don't like giving up picks, though. I just no, don't. I don't not this not point. especially for a coach. You know, it's like you don't want well, No, because then theoretically, we even though it's going to be two draft picks or two draft years, we don't have a first, but in theory, we – it's three years because we had lost last year's first, and then we had gave up literally mm-hmm. two first rounds this year. Yep. Assuming that that's the guy we go with, but <laughs> whatever. Oh, man, make my D'Amico Ryans. Let's go get D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans. Yeah, that's the guy I want. He looks like a no-nonsense kind of guy, too. He's smart, dude. I know uh, he graduated at Alabama with a 4.2 GPA. Dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an academic All-American, dude. I know that that doesn't that doesn't prove anything. I'm just saying, like, that's a guy who who probably thinks very clearly. No one in NFL lives that he got enough to for. It's related to the Rams. What's going on? Uh, speaking yeah, of. Speaking of playoffs, who's up for some predictions for round one? Jaguars. Yeah. Beat the Chargers. AFC, we got Bills, Dolphins, and 2 7 matchup. I got the Bills. I got the Bills. Yeah. Without two. Yeah, the Dolphins are going with uh, Skylar Thompson as quarterback and rookie quarterback, and up against the stifling Bills team is that. Yeah, it's. It's it's a no brainer. Bills on that one. Bills. Same here. Three six matchup. Bengals Ravens without Lamar Jackson. Bengals. Bengals. Same. Four five. Jags. Uh, Jaguaros and the Chargers. I'm taking the Jaguars on that one. I think Trevor Lawrence is good. Uh, he's got a good coach. That's. You know, it's actually behaving himself and can coach him. I think he's got a good chance to win his first playoff game as an NFL quarterback. Hell yeah, he does. NFC matchup, 49ers, Seahawks, 2-7. 49ers. Niners. Big time. Vikings, Giants in the 3-6. Giants. Mm. I, I think Daniel Jones is hitting his stride and – 
the with mm. Saquon Barkley, I think they'll be a one-two punch to Minnesota. And can, See, my thing is, is this mm. like the Vikings team when we were bowling that was down by 30, what the crap was it, 33, 33 points, points, whatever it was at halftime, and they came back and won, or is this the yeah, Vikings was, team that can come out and just slaughter you from the get-go? I don't know. That, I don't know who the Vikings yeah, are. Yeah, that's the thing. They got that Jekyll and Hyde thing going on, so I want to yeah, stick with the, uh, um, they're playing with them for Giants. Yeah, the Giants. See? It's been a long day, dude. I might take the Giants too in that one. I'm going to take the Giants in the upset. And then the last one, four or five, Bucks, Cowboys. Tom Brady has never lost to Dallas. I think well, he ain't gonna start especially in the playoffs. I mean, Clyde mentioned. I agree. Clyde mentioned it at the beginning of the show. It's you know a game is won by the team that wants that win more. You can have all the talent in the world. And you can have great players on both sides of the ball, but if you don't want to win more, then you're going to lose. And Tom Brady has something to prove. And the Buccaneers, even though they've they finished the season with a losing record, they still have a lot to prove. And Tom Brady's going to knock off the Cowboys, which is good because I've got dinner writing on that game. There's a local Mexican restaurant right across the street from where I work. And... <laughs> My my friend is a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, <laughs> and I've been ragging the Cowboys all year long when they lose. And he we we, we made a bet that if that if Dallas wins, I pay the tab. If Tampa Bay wins, he pays the tab. So we're gonna go out for work next week and have dinner, and loser pays the tab. So wow. So if if the Cowboys lose, do they fire their coach? Ooh. Oh, that's good. That's a good question. They need to fire their quarterback. Well, let's say let's say let's say they fire their coach. I still think Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. Yeah, he is. That seems a little yeah, I think, uh, and remember, I think Sean Payton wants to exactly. coach that. Exactly. Yep. So that 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 has Bronco implications. Yeah, here's the funny thing. Yep. I've got a um I've got a uh that uh a t shirt for his name's Jose. And uh, I've got a t shirt that um, he's got to wear if he loses. If he loses the bat, it's a shirt that says yeah. it's a, not a logo; it's a rating. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious! That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. One star would not recommend. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's a good point. If if in fact Dallas does lose out in the first round, which is possible, um, Clyde brought a good point. Does does Dallas get rid of Mike McCarthy? Can remember Dan Quince is getting notified, and so is, um, what's his name? Mm-hmm. The Boise kid. Um, Kellen anyway, Moore. who? Yes, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore. Um, is Mike? Is, could we see the end of Mike McCarthy, and could we see Sean Payton at Dallas? Yeah, I think that's the. I think that's what. I think that's a very real possibility. Denver better make something up real quick with this thing. Yeah, no kidding. If if, if they really, indeed, in fact, want uh, <clears throat> want uh, Sean Payton, they're going to have to uh, make an offer and be like, okay, we're here. Right. But I guess that's not going to happen because I think it's Tuesday. Playoff game is Sunday, so. Well, the playoff game is Monday, actually. It's Monday night. Yeah, it's, oh, it's Monday, Monday, night. Monday night finale, so. Hmm. Well, you know how uh, – <laughs> 
um, how they, uh, you know, going back to John L, you know how he opened this, uh, uh, opened all those car dealerships. Right. And then mm-hmm. sold them off once, you know, once he made his money, I guess. But I jokingly told Jose, I said, you know, Dak Prescott needs to open his own bakery and start selling turnovers. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Hey, yo. And then he can even open his own school on how to teach quarterbacks to throw the proper interception. Because there's a right <laughs> way of throwing it, you know. Yeah, there is. You don't just throw it up for grabs. You got to throw it right to him so he can catch it. You know, like, oh, that's the wrong player. My bad. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, Dak is Dak is in bad shape, man. He's not looking good. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be curious what Dallas does here in the next two years because or a few next year or so because CeeDee Lamb should be getting close to his rookie year being over. Um Zeke, they got that horrible contract with Zeke. Yeah. You know, Dak's contract's kinda of outrageous himself, but Yeah, CeeDee Lamb's rookie deal's coming to an end. They're gonna be like, What do we do with him? It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they they got the fifth year option. So they got two more years with CeeDee Lamb. Because Jerry and C.E. is both the uh, same class. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I think the Cowboys lose, fire their coaches, and hire Sean McVay. Or not Sean McVay. God bless Sean Payton. What's his name? Sean Payton. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Sean Payton. That, that would be something. Sean Payton. Now that, I could see that. Yeah. I, could. I think that's what Sean Payton's been holding out for all along. Mm-hmm. Yep. And truthfully, <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me if Jerry Jones and him been talking all these all behind the scenes. Hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. So this is this comes down to a bidding war between the Broncos and the and the Cowboys. I think. Yeah. And if I were George Payton, I would let Jerry Jones have him. You know. I just don't like. Well, yeah. If George Pay, if you're George Payton, you don't want to hire uh, Payton. No, because that means that your job is no longer needed. Your services are no longer needed. Exactly. And, and you can kick rocks. <laughs> go to In and Out Burger. There you go. Right yeah. down the street. Yep. Right Step there. into my office. You're fucking fired. Yep. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if they hire if they hire George, Sean Payton, George Payton is no longer a Denver Broncos. Yeah, no kidding. If he's not fired during the offseason, if we if we have another <clears throat> if we have another horrible season or we have a mediocre average season, I think he's done. I think he's got to win the division. He's got to he's, he's got to beat more going. Whoever the head coaches, they got to beat Kansas City. Yes. Well, yeah, that, that, that's, that's your... going to be the one thing. Get it, get in this losing streak, so we can say we beat the Chiefs for once. Agreed. Because they have and the Raiders, by the way, they've lost to the Raiders. Well, I was going to say the Raiders got a number two. Yeah, they do. I'm sick of losing to them too. Mm-hmm. We get. Just I'm think, we lost losing, to Josh you know? McDaniels. I'd like to be able to see them actually compete for a win. Not not not, not nice. sit there and just like, well, this game's over, and then go find something else to wash his name in halftime yet. 
Here we go. Question. Who's been the worst head coaches? Josh McDaniels, uh, Vance Joseph, Nathaniel Hackett, or uh, Vic Vangio? Nathaniel Hackett Hackett is the worst coach of all time. Oh, yes. By far. I mean, I I had a nickname for Josh McDaniels. We constantly used to call him Josh McDummy. But Nathaniel Hackett just, just absolutely just went out there and laid a big old egg right in the middle of Mile High Stadium and just left it there sitting in midfield. I mean, McDaniels had a had a couple of quick good moments, but Nathaniel Hackett didn't win a single game. I mean, well, he won four games technically, but did he? But those 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 were uh, those were uh, those were uh, what they call fluke wins. You know, just things fell where they did. It wasn't like he went out there and had a good game. I mean. McDaniels didn't have players fighting on the sidelines for crying out loud. I mean, you know, <laughs> Russell Wilson throws an interception, Wait, t- goes out there, let's ride, and his offensive lineman says, "No, we're not riding. We're getting drugged by this horse." You know. Wait, 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 what happened there? By the way, I, I was, I'm out of the loop on that deal. What, what happened? So, from what I understand, is Russell Wilson threw an interception. It was a stupid interception because instead of throwing the ball to an open receiver, he tried to force it and it got picked off. And he goes over to the sideline, tells the defense to, "Hey, let's ride." And one of the defensive linemen grabbed him and started like shaking him, and the coaches had to break it up. Who shook him? What what are we talking about? What is this? <laughs> I have no idea. I think I, I made, ha- I I made half of that up. So you had to figure out which half I made up and which part I did. <laughs> are you talking about Mike Purcell? Are you talking about that guy coming in? and like... Maybe so. All I remember is reading about is some dude, Russell Wilson, the coaches <laughs> had to break it up. I'm surprised Nathaniel Hackett didn't oh, fire, get fired up to that because if it's that bad and people see it on TV, the general manager ought to say, hey, you know, you're not working out, but maybe George Payton had his head up his ass. I don't know. No, George couldn't fire him, Dick. He, he was the one that hired oh. him. So you can't hire and fire a coach, especially when your quarterback is playing so bad and you've already given him an extension, the, an albatross, and you hired the wrong coach. You can't fire him right away because that isn't a black eye for you. So George Payton has been a lame duck all year. Oh, okay. So was the owners that was, yeah. that, was it was it the owners that fired Hackett? Of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Well, yeah. That, of that, course. That, yeah. The owners would have said, "Hey, that looks bad on us," but maybe. Uh, yeah. The- Owners were embarrassed, man. They 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 were like, "Okay, enough's enough." I'm embarrassed, and not only am I embarrassed, I'm I'm pissed off at you too. That's why he's not even part of the hiring committee for the damn head coach right now. Yeah, I mean, if you're not on the hiring committee for a head coach, what are you there for? Right. If you're the general manager. Well, yeah, because right now we're sitting out with one first-round pick. We don't know if we're going to have that yet or not. I don't even think we have a second-round pick. No, that's that's also so Seattle. Our first pick is going to be in the third round. And who knows? We may give those up for Sean Payton too. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to give up or not give up, but. Yeah, I'm. Uh... Okay, so the whole thing actually happened on the Rams game. 
So okay, I didn't see the Rams. Okay, so yeah, exactly. So I'm looking at it online here, and um, the uh, um, it says things got heated on the Broncos bench as a couple of players. Uh, so uh, got into a brief physical altercation in the third quarter. After Russell Wilson suffered another sack, Brett Ripien approached the offensive lineman to give him piece of money. It was Dalton Risner. And mm. Dalton Risner shoves Brett Ripien. Uh, Russell Wilson steps in, and uh, Brett Ripien attempts to shove Russell Wilson, says, hey, man, I'm busting my ass, but you're here you are throwing picks. So maybe that was the, Whoa. Maybe that was the whole thing that caused – uh, um, the owners to fire Hackett if he can't control his own players. Well, so Reisner is the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Broncos, by the way. So it's not like some chump. Yeah. You know, so that's a weird situation. I did not know about that. So he shoved the backup quarterback. Yeah, and then and then coaches and players try to get into it. And Russell Wilson grabbed Brett and tried to pull him away and Risner shoved Russell Wilson. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's amazing. Of course, it's not much of a shove being yeah. that Russell Wilson's only 5'7", so, I mean. and But he weighs 220, dude, so. <laughs> no, he weighs 250. He's fat, remember? <laughs> I don't, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. He's a pudge, man. Yeah. He's a little bowling ball. Right. Good <laughs> Lord. All right. That's hilarious. Okay. So that's what's going on. So, so Reisner is no longer a Bronco. I he sealed that. Yeah, so I've heard rumors that they may not keep him after his rookies up. Which is this year. Like he's, I think it is, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's on a contract year, so. He's no longer going to be a Denver Bronco. They need a massive change Whoa. in front. Whoa. That's a big deal, man. Yeah, I know. I did not know about that. See, I thought Dang. you were talking about the incident after the game with uh, Randy Gregory. Oh, there's another one? Oh, yeah. Randy Gregory and the, and the Rams player almost literally fist fought. Really? Yep. And then he hurt himself and went on IR. Mm-hmm. Randy Gregory, that's another bust. George Payton, thank yep. you. Yeah, if he can't stay healthy, that's, that's going to be another contract that went down the drain. Indeed. Nope. Oh, man. We're a mess. We're still a mess. Oh, this is a <clears throat> this is an organization that they've got to find a lot of identity and figure out what they want in the next year because... If we we with this head coaching thing, we keep sending ourselves back more and more back, and mm-hmm. and nobody wants to come to Denver and play with Russ because we're a dumpster fire, dude. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think Super Dave got abducted by aliens. <laughs> yep, that didn't shock me. There he is. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, no, no, they spent two seconds hey. with me. They said, they said, who's your favorite NFL team? I said, different Broncos. They said, okay, you're going back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Super Dave. I'm going to ask you, dude. 
Do you uh, do you coordinate Bigfoot hunts? Oh God! I never looked. I never you look looked like you coordinate. I've been on a snipe hunt a time or two. <laughs> you look like you coordinate Bigfoot hunts. Well, hey, it's the beard, okay? That's what the ladies like, all right? So, hey. <laughs> I am mad at you. I am mad at you, Dave. I love it. Hey, Dave, can you bowl? Bowl? I used Bowl. To. Nice. So, but it's been years. I'm probably a little bit rusty. But, in fact, there's actually... Uh, so, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Next Door is. The neighborhood app or whatever keeps you in posted on everything mm-hmm. oh yeah so there's a guy up here in Edmonds yeah. that's coordinating a bowling night next weekend so he's got a couple lanes reserved over at the bowling alley up here and he said for a couple hours we're just gonna go over and meet each other and knock down some pins and get to know each other so nice that's cool. yeah so i've got my bowling ball ready and everything so it's all well and good that's what's up yeah. Yeah, that was fun, Mike. We uh, we got to do that again. I'll be back for sure in July, if not sooner. Okay, cool. I'm actually coming up to see my mom uh, uh, out in the Salida area at the Memorial Day weekend. So, Clyde, nice. if you're uh, you find yourself down there, we can meet up and get to know each other. Sounds good, Dave. I'll try to get down there. I've never been down to Salada. Yeah, it's, it's a tourist trap, but it's a nice little town in, in the same regard. So, Thank yeah, you. in fact, one of, one know, of, one of the things I missed doing was around the, towards the end of July and August, um, me and my friend would uh, contact one of the rafting companies. We'd go intertubing down the Arkansas River. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a Oh, yeah, it is. It's just like, yeah, we get, we, we jump in at, uh, at the there's a boat ramp uh right there at the uh right in the middle of downtown Slida and we'd hop off at Swissville a few miles down the river before it got real rough. And we just kinda of steer our inner tubes nice. over there and one of his friends would meet us up there with his car and we just load up and head back home. So it's hmm. actually a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Because yeah, it's in the middle of summer so the water's not too cold either. And it's not too big. Like, the water isn't too no, big. No, no. I mean, right out, oh, of, right out of the springtime when the snow starts melting. There was there was one point, I think 2013, I think it was. They moved to Edmond in 15. I think 2013, the uh, um, state issued a, uh advisory because the river was running, running at over 4,000 cubic feet per second. Jeez. I mean, I, I, that, I don't know what that means, but it sounds a yeah, lot. I don't say that's yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Right there. That's some fast moving water. Oh, no. So. I was in the hospital during that, that old time. Yeah. So, where the Broncos about to put you back in the hospital if you're not careful? I know, man. I know. Trust me. Oh, man. That's why I'm so mad at him. Like, hey, dude, you're going to kill me. Can't be doing so I got as we get towards wrapping up. Hey Dave, I got one story. I'm going to see if if Clyde will share about his uh, two gentlemen in the uh, lift. Oh no, no, no! I can't go there. <laughs> but I will say, I will say. We'll do it. We'll do it at the end of the show. Off, oh, okay, off, so off air. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do it that way. Well. So, the whole Demar Hamlin thing has like 
brought up the question, why do we love football so much? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, is because it is a representation of masculinity in its full form, yep. in its purest sense, right? Yep, but yep. what is masculinity? Like, what is, what is the most masculine thing you can do? Okay, I'll just put it there. What is the most masculine thing? What is the most masculine action? Dave. Just whacking somebody. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But the most masculine act is to violate another man against his will. Okay. And 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 by violate I mean, you know, pound it into their end zone, if you will. Okay. Yeah. So football is the act of penetrating another man's end zone and that is the drag form of masculinity. Okay, so, maybe, so we maybe, love maybe football that, because that's why the NFL decided the, to do the whole you know body weight thing when it came to roughing the passer. Uh no, 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 I don't think so. I think this is more uh more metaphorical. <laughs> So, look, so if you're a man, your whole thing is to keep your culo from being penetrated. Yeah. And that's what the end zone is, right? So we, as football fans, watch another team. That's why we we root for our team so hard is because we don't want to be violated. We want to be the team violating the other team. And that's why we take it so personal on Sunday when our team loses is because – we are letting the other team penetrate our end zone more than we're able to penetrate theirs. Therefore, we're not as masculine. No, we are not. So it it's a slide on our masculinity. Yeah, and, 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 and you right? go down there and you know go back to the uh, Cleveland Browns. You know, twenty sixteen, they didn't. They got their end zone violated sixteen times right in a row and didn't even do it once. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's the problem, right? So football is the act, is the game action of the most masculine act known to man. Yeah. And that's why we love yeah, it. So exactly. Much. We don't realize we love it so much because of that, but we do. We love to be Pounding our rock into the end zone against the will of the demons. As humans, it's human nature, right? And, and yeah. And that's why, you know, and women like it too, because of that too. They're like, yeah, that's the team that I want. I want to be associated with the team that is more capable of pounding the end zone. Right. Than the team that's going to be. Oh uh, yeah, they, they want to go all that way and get disappointed, so they want to go with the team that's capable. Of right. Doing exactly. <laughs> so women women enjoy it as well. So this isn't just a man thing; it's a it's a it's a human thing. <laughs> and so once you realize that that's what it is, you can you can you can appreciate the game for what oh, it yeah. is, and that is. 
Yeah, it's a very violent. Yeah, it's a very humiliating. Oh, it is. And vi- it's violent. And that's the beauty. Okay, of it. so you can't you can't take the violence out. Okay, of it. so I got this question for you, Clyde. Based yeah, on what shoot. you just said, <clears throat> how would you define targeting? Targeting. <laughs> how would I define targeting? Oh God! Is that where like? <laughs> well, first of all, our the the so the uniforms they wear, right? The helmet. You're you're talking helmet yeah. to helmet, or helmet to right. body, right? So the helmet, a bigger helmet, broader shoulder pads. All of it's a drag. It's all drag show, right? But the helmet is the tip of the spear, and it's it very much is phallic as well. If you look at it, the helmet is. So if you're hitting somebody with that, it's very, frankly, it's it's not nice. So targeting is, it's just to try to make it a little more friendly. Okay. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That. <laughs> All I know is that we have... One team trying to pound it into the end zone of the other team against their will. And the team who pounds it into the other team's end zone the most wins. There you go. <laughs> if you need to do a little target, yeah, yeah. you to get it done and do what you need to do. Exactly. And if you're not, yeah, and holding and all that stuff, that's just like, you can't do that. You can't hold, you can't hold it, dude. You got to just pound it. You gotta let him. You gotta at, let, at least let him. You can't just. Yeah, holding oh, is unfair. God. Penalties are unfair, so you can't. You can't. You gotta have the most fair. Yeah, so never mind, Dave. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. No, 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 no. It's, okay. Look, 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 look. So, um, a, a woman cannot ever be a foot. Look, football is a man's sport for that reason. Yep. Because penetration is a man thing. Yeah. Okay. So since, women. Since you've already opened up. Oh God. <laughs> I'm just gonna go yeah, ahead and say yeah. this: women don't have the right equipment to penetrate in the first place. Correct. Ex- exactly. You're nailing it. And and just like a man doesn't have the equipment to be a woman in doing the most feminine act. What's the most feminine act? If the most masculine act is anal rape of another man against his will, what is the most feminine <laughs> act? Super day. Yeah, I'm here, dude. I, I don't want to say to that. It's not rhetorical. <clears throat> okay, I, I, I'll I'll uh, I'll answer that. It's to give birth to make yeah. a baby. Okay. okay, that's the most feminine act. Now that that's mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that she's soft either, right? That's not a very that's not a beautiful. It is a beautiful experience, but for the woman, it's not very. It's very much something that a man will never be able to experience, yeah. right? You, you, there's no man on earth that can experience well, that. Well, no, some, some political we people just, think there is, but there's a who's got their head up their ass. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, it's now to usurp one of those two things to say like I'm a woman because I dress like a woman 
you're not a woman because you're unable to give birth, right? You're unable to do the most feminine act. And as a man, you are always capable of doing the most masculine act, albeit probably not going to be able to do it to everybody, but you will be able to do that, that act because you have the equipment to do that act. Whereas you don't have the equipment to do the feminine act. So just because you think you're they, them, doesn't make you a they, them, right? You're a man or a woman. There's two different, those are two different things. Yeah. And those two things are exemplified in those two acts. If you can do one of those two acts, that would, that's what makes you man or a woman. Right. So speaking of the more Hamlin, EA Sports yes. announced that their CPR celebration in Madden 23 has been removed. So there was a celebration <laughs> in the game where they would, like, we, like when you score a touchdown in Madden, there's like, you take the oh. right stick or whatever and pick a celebration. There's either like individual swagger yeah. or whatever. And it would randomly pick yeah. one of them. Well, one of them was a CPR where the dude who scored the touchdown would drop down. And the other guys would pretend to do CPR on him. And they said that's a little insensitive, so they removed it from the game. I agree. Wow. Yeah, hmm. see what climate change is doing to us, man? Yeah, man. I think it's cause me to lose my hair because I'm looking like Mike. Hey, <laughs> I'm catching up to Clyde here. Yeah, no kidding. I got a glare going, man. Look at that glare, dude. That I is, don't got much left of mine. That's beautiful. I had to tell people before you watch this podcast, put on your sunglasses. <laughs> oh, ouch. Is that a Bigfoot chat? Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> For the people that's in the audience, feel free to call in if you like and uh, tell us your thoughts. Um, on drag queens. On dra- <laughs> yeah. Yes, let's do that because it's obviously a big topic. You know, speaking of that, I know it's off topic and way off sports, but yeah, I watched the video that uh, this guy, he's a, uh, well, to me, he's a guy. I don't care what anybody thinks. Uh, he's a guy that wants to feel like he's a, a woman then now, but uh, uh-huh. he said that uh, he has periods and he literally. Oh, I saw that guy. Did you? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, what a, what what a, a moron. Yeah. He's like, what do I do with this thing? Well, if I have to do this every month. <laughs> and I watched all these little stitches and everything else that people comment. It's like, dude, this woman when said that there's nothing you do with that. You're a man. <laughs> go put that away and go home and realize you're a man. You have balls. Listen, man, this whole thing of these men <laughs> that think they're women is so misogynist. Oh, yeah. It's it's disgusting. Oh, it it's, it's the most misogynist thing. In fact, I actually got kicked off a Facebook page because of a sports group because of or sports page because somebody posted a picture of Kata Ledecky, the Olympic swimmer. She owns like every female record out there. It's like the whole chart is or like the whole like the top 10 uh, swim times in U.S. history, all belong to Kate Ledecky. It's just like one through ten is Kate Ledecky, Kate Ledecky, so on and so forth. 
And I said, well, not until Leah Thomas arrives, and that was enough to get me booted. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that's the very own- truth. I mean, you know, she went over, he went over there, broke all the women's records. And it's like, yeah, I'm not transgender. Mine's worth to break a record. Well, the uh, how, how unfair is that? It was totally unfair. Well, you can't say anything anymore without somebody being upset. Well, they just kiss my ass. I don't care. That's where I'm at too. Well, just like the the Air Raids pair, uh, Facebook page, it got uh, it's on ban mode right now from Facebook because it said Merry Christmas. No way. <laughs> yeah, I got. Are you a, serious? Uh, I'm dead serious, dude. You said Merry Christmas. Because it Merry Christmas, so. Um, that month no, we was off that Monday. That Tuesday coming in back into the office, following that because we were off that Monday because we observed on uh, we observed it on Monday since it was on Sunday. Yeah. So going into the office on that Tuesday, I got a notification from Facebook saying, "Hey, your Facebook page is right now permanently uh, uh, account something, and you cannot post anything. And if you don't respond to this like in fifteen days, your page will be banned, like literally banned, banned." Whoa. Yep. Mm. And they gave you the reason because you said Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, along with uh, yeah. here, I've got this, this other twenty this, I something. This hilarious, but and I apologize to the guy because I guess I crossed him. But I uh, we were getting I was working at Walmart and I didn't know this guy was Jewish. And so I wished him Merry Christmas. He goes, I, I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm like, well, my bad. Happy Hanukkah. He's like, it ain't that time of year yet. Mm. Mm. Well, happy something. Like, exactly. I said, well, happy something. And apparently, I was just like, hey, I can't say that to people. I'm like, what do I say then? See you tomorrow? <laughs> hey, Matt, when I worked at Walmart, our Jewish guy was our Santa, too. He loved it. He was like, yeah, I love being Santa. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it real quick. It's hilarious. But no, it's, it amazes me how how um so soft we are now. We can't say anything without without somebody being offended. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, like say for example, we could have made fun of the blind people when we were blown blow bo- uh, bo- uh, bowling. Whoa. Oh, but you know, we weren't. Uh, we weren't. It was actually quite interesting, to be honest. Right. So, uh, so I thought you were blind at first when I saw you bowling. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got jokes. Yeah, it's like, it's like, damn. Yeah, I run my eyes twice. I didn't realize you can bowl, dude. Right. <laughs> I had to run my eyes a third. I had to run my eyes a third game, realizing my my own wife was beat me at that there point. So yes, Clyde, you were right. I was blind at that point. <laughs> so, so I, got, I got something funny to tell you. This this actually, I'm surprised I actually didn't get kicked out of this restaurant for this. But Uh-oh. um, so and it's a good thing I don't um uh, sign language. Because it was it was 2018. It was the year that the army came to Norman. I went down. Oh, yeah, I went down yes. to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the game because I, I didn't want to spend seventy bucks on a ball game like that. So mm-hmm. I went down there and watched the game with a whole bunch of Sooner fans, and I'm sitting there waiting for a table to open up or a bar spot or whatever, so I can sit down and watch the game. 
And apparently there's five women at the hostess station. And I guess they're either mute or deaf or something because they're using sign language. And I'm sitting, sitting there and I'm thinking, oh, Dave, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then like the inner voice, you know, you're facing. I said, you know what? Screw it. I want to say it. So I, I thought about it. I said, if I knew sign language, I would use sign language to lower your voice, you know. You know, quit talking so like They were just doing those hand motions. I'm like, lower your voice, whatever that thing is. <laughs> you don't have to shout. Right. Stop shouting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, okay. For anyone who's still, in, you're my, you're yeah, my yeah, kind of people, yeah, dude. Yeah, watching, so, Dave, Clyde's anymore. gonna come with you. Start searching for Bigfoot now. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Come say, I'll, I'll show you where Bigfoot's at. I'll show you a secret hiding I'm spot. I'm sure you can show me. I'm sure you, I'm sure you can show me. Yeah. Hey, so Clyde, are you guys, are you guys gonna? Uh... <laughs> I don't have to say this. I'm going to anyway since you brought it up. Just make oh, yeah. sure, just make sure that Bigfoot don't penetrate you guys' end zones, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? No, 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 we'll, Can you we'll, imagine? We'll, we'll have our goal line defense ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the. I'm in the run and shoot, bro. I'm running the run and shoot. Is your boy gone? Bro, okay, that brings up a story of mine. So oh, in Honduras this year. <laughs> so we me and my brother in law are driving, we got we're we're getting these, we got these cigars for gifts for right. friends. And uh the guy that he's like, Yeah, this is where we grow our cigars. We have like a little like hacienda um up on this mountain and there's coffee and we have a restaurant and you could go up there and check it out. We're like, okay, let's go do that. So we drive up this mountain searching for this place. And we get up to this pot. We can't drive. We got to turn around and go back down. We've got to go up another side. Anyway, we get to this point where there's no way we can start driving, but there's a sign that says, you know, this is where it is. You just got to go up this mountain. So we walk. So on the sign, though, it says, don't poach, don't kill the animals. Mm -hmm. The animals that they show is like a jaguar and like, you know, these beautiful animals, whatever. Give it no mind. We start walking. We get all the way to the top of this this mountain and we're looking for this place and it's washed out. We can't find it. So we're like, yeah, let's just turn around. Been an hour. We were walking for about an hour. It's like, let's just turn around and go back into town. We'll eat there. Okay. So we turn around, we're starting to walk down, and all of a sudden we hear this this sound like, <laughs> like right, like super loud. And we all stop and we look at it. It's three of us. We stop and look at each other, like, what the hell was that? And all of a sudden, the noise comes from behind us too, like, <laughs> oh shit, we're surrounded by whatever that thing is, right? And so we're like, uh, what do we do? So we start walking down slowly, and all it and it keeps getting louder and louder and louder. This noise is just like right, terrifying. This, and I turn around, and my brother-in-law, he's like way behind me. He's like, "I'm not going anywhere near wherever you are, dude. I'm stopping. I'm, I don't know what the hell that is, but it is terrifying." So I'm yelling at the at the jungle, expecting something to jump out of the trees, right? And I'm like, "Hey!" Not, nothing. So just like, raw, the sound. 
Oh my god! Whatever that is, it's gonna eat me. I'm recording with my phone the whole time. Like I got, I'm recording. Whatever's gonna eat me, I'm gonna record it. So we, I walk. I'm, I'm coming around this corner, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Here we go. And here it is again. Man, what is that sound? And then out of nowhere, um, my brother-in-law's ex-wife. He's, she's with us too. She comes up. She's on the phone. Because there's an emergency phone number on the sign that she took a picture of. And so she calls the emergency number. What the hell is that noise? And they're like, oh, no, dude, it's howler monkeys. And sure as shit, we turn the corner and there's this 15 howler monkeys in this tree just screaming at us in the most terrifying growl ever. So, yeah, that was that's my story of me almost being eaten by Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, the, the one my uh, yeah. one of my good friend Charles. His name is his nickname <laughs> is actually Sasquatch because he's six foot seven and extremely hairy. So we just call him Sasquatch. Of course you do. Yep. What else are you gonna call that guy? No doubt. Yeah. Tiny. <laughs> Clyde's like 6'3". Really? You don't look that big on the screen, dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I've been working out. Yeah, that dude's big um, in person, dude. Just watch out. Watch out for the end zones. Yeah, I'm a big boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. You're going to have to pack a lunch to bring it into my end zone, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde will pick you up and sit you on his lap like, like a little, like you, uh, like, yeah. Howler monkeys. There you go. Hello. You know what? You know what? You know what this is, though. We went. This is how bad of a season it was for Denver. We literally talked oh, yeah. about the recap of the Broncos season. Now we're just making the most random stories. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, Broncos are not fun. No, they're. It's not good radio. What's good radio <clears throat> is deviance. It's true. To the person that's in here, literally watching in the audience. They're still watching us. It's they're amazing. Yeah. I, I applaud they're you. They're more faithful than hate. They're, you're, I can't, you're, I can't. More, you're more loyal than 18,000 Bronco fans who never show up for the season finale. <laughs> for real? That is so true, dude. I want that person as a friend. Whoever that is. I really is, want to know who it follow is. Me on, follow me on Twitter. Fad <clears throat> Diesel. Yeah. 44. Yeah. I really want to know Twitter. who this person is. Well, boys, I hate to I cut you off, but I got to get out of here. I got some stuff I got to get in my morning, so I, I got to... I didn't see, brother. So. No, I was going to wrap it up anyway, because I got a long week and edit this thing, and we can oh, release this thing, but... Just, the, just release it unfiltered, uncensored. Oh, I was definitely doing that. I'm just going to make sure that uh, the part that we got kicked out on and then all that gets added, yeah. added in because that was some good stuff. And to the person in the audience, thank you for watching because I don't know who you <laughs> are. but uh, listening. Yeah. You <laughs> 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 have more fans than the Cleveland Browns did. Uh, yeah. I, I applaud you. And uh, and uh, you've been listening to the uh, to the uh, Air Raid Attack podcast. 
listen anywhere you can get podcasts from. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, Clyde and Dave, thank you for coming on, and uh, we'll be obviously oh, yeah, talking man. soon. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you all same time, same place next week. Take care.